did Joe Manchin just do what I think he did? I think he just threatened not only AOC, but the Progressive Caucus. In other words, he's saying, pass this bipartisan bill, irrespective of whether we decide to go with the $3.5 trillion uh, reconciliation bill, which, of course, there are things in it he says, I do want. I, th I see the importance for all of those things, but we have to think about the deficit. We have to think about, uh, is it paid for? I mean, uh, we never talk about whether it's paid for for corporations. We never, if it's paid for, for the rich, the wealthy, it's time for them to do their part. I want you to listen to this, and then let's take it on the other side. First test is whether Republicans and Democrats can work together. Sure. It seems like the second test of democracy is this three-legged race you're in with House liberals, which is, can Democrats agree that this other budget bill is not linked to, uh, in, to infrastructure, or can Joe Manchin sign on to a budget <laughs> reconciliation that Bernie Sanders also agrees with? Well, it's all about compromise. That's what we, this has been a compromise. We've been working on this for six weeks. And we finally come down to the last day or the last hour to get it finished. It takes compromise. You have to trust each other. You have to work. I respect my colleagues who believe something a lot different than I do, and I'm willing to listen and learn. And if we can find that compromise, we'll find it. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, leader mm -hmm. of the, or one of the leaders of the progressive movement in the sure. House, has said she's got 10 progressives who will block infrastructure unless you over in the Senate pass this budget bill. Well, you know, sometimes maybe you'll have 15 or 20 Republicans that will see a good bill. Maybe there might be 100 Republicans in the House that says, my God, I like this. Guess what? It takes care of my transportation. It's the greatest jobs bill we've ever had. It runs for five to 10 years. It gives you total growth each year to try to stimulate the economy. So you know what? Everybody had that, 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 that was a Hastert. Remember the Hastert rule? Sure. You had Only to have, Republicans could that's, vote. That's crazy. I'd take a win whenever I can get it. Yeah. Well, now you're advising <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Now, unfortunately, Brother Manchin is right. I think that bipartisan bill had enough giveaways. We don't know exactly what's in there, but we know there are some privatization. We know there are some things like toll roads and all of that that gives business their input into infrastructure, something that should be done solely by the government, something that we should be doing so that we don't charge people a double taxation to use the roads, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we know that those are probably nitpicks in there. And don't be surprised if, in fact, a lot of House Republicans cover any uh, particular progressive that doesn't, doesn't want this bill. So the reality is there is a possibility that having this bipartisan bill out there, that if Nancy Pelosi goes against her word that says no vote unless we have two bills, if she ever goes against her word and brings that up to the floor in the House, there's a good possibility it passes and it leaves progressives with a reconciliation bill that is nowhere where it's needed. I want to point out something that is important. Because every time progressives are asked, take one for the team. This is better than nothing. Better than nothing always mean the upper middle class, the upper classes are always taken care of and we take one so that uh, a few crumbs will fall. But ultimately, whoever takes one 
for the poor. Whoever takes one for the real middle class. Whoever takes one for the working class. It is important for us to illustrate this to the working class in mass for them to understand that taking one, something that is better than nothing, something that ensures the enrichment of the upper class and the upper middle class, we have to take hold and get the messaging out to these folks and let them understand that at some point, you have to hold the line and in holding that line, ensure that once and for all, the poor and the middle class are taken care of. After all, this economy is an economy that they built. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.